And welcome back to the Screening Club Podcast. And welcome to our 2017 Oscars special, post-Oscars special. I'm here as always with my two associates, Mike and Chris. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Got that Oscar fever. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. What a night, huh? What a night. What a <laughs> night. I think um, right off the bat, uh, we got a congratulate mike on winning his thing and also let's get into the real come on (laughs) mike did win our oscar mike is giving me a dismissive look um okay mike won our oscar pool yes thank you (laughs) you i've never said it before i'm looking at my winning ballot right here in which i still have written 17 of, of 24 awards so i thought I only won 16. Wow. And that kind of brings us to our next topic. Yeah, I think we definitely don't <laughs> want to bury the, the lead, right? <laughs> Let's get right into Nicole Kidman clapping. No, I'm just kidding. Priorities. Let's get right into that ending. What happened on that ending? So we were, we were watching this t- together. Uh-huh. And, you know... It was sort of a surprise, right? Because we... Or no, it wasn't a surprise. It was not a surprise. It was Because it looked like La La, La Land won. I'll let's, tell you, let's, let's bring it back. I'll tell you sure. what Let's happened. bring it back to, to Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway and their their announcement of the award uh, of La La, La 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 Land winning, which was really kind of strange. Like, what, what was Warren Beatty doing? Why was he delaying uh, reading the, the, the award? What kind, what kind of sick game is he trying to... <laughs> to play here Faye Dunaway reads it La La Land is the winner but uh, looking back as he later uh, explained he was just extremely confused as anyone would be (laughs) yeah and it wasn't even because he was old I know and then also the additional thing is everyone's blaming him but he never said it he 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 never said it Uh, Yeah, he's he's clean in this matter although I at the time and I guess full full disclosure, you you guys know I I did go into a little bit of a speech about how it was probably be because they were too old to be forced to do that and things like like that. But I think he clearly he saw what what was up. I thought in the moment that he was like that his process was like yeah this is about to get messed up. I'll let her. Take the, take the heat. But I think what actually happened was he was legitimately like this. This is not right. Right. And then sort of wanted to show her like, look, look at this. What is going on like, here? This is not right. And then you know something should have happened. Now I, I know Mike. Uh, I, I was talking to you last night about my sources. Um, yeah. Close close to the matter. But what I've been been looking into here is they have in place Price Waterhouse Cooper. Uh, a a plan for if someone reads the wrong award, um, really? and you know there was some there was some controversy years ago. Someone they they thought that he may have read the wrong award. Do you guys remember this? I'm spacing on who it was. Uh, who Jack it was. Nicholson, yes. reading off uh, Marissa Tomei for best supporting actress. Do we remember like why they they thought that or or anything is unclear no, to the me. specifics of of that. <clears throat> just too old i guess i think, <laughs> yeah, I think but, it, it was so like out of nowhere like no one was expecting mm-hmm. russia Tomei to, to win that award but the process is so there are two people from the firm that come with two separate briefcases full of om- envelopes for who who wins and only those two know which i think was showcased Gloriously last last night that truly no one else knew in that moment. <laughs> no um, so they're both standing there and what's supposed to happen, and this is like written down, if the incorrect name is announced, one of them is supposed to recognize it, tell the producer, and then one of them is supposed to immediately come on stage mm-hmm. and announce who the correct winner is. Mm-hmm. 
which clearly didn't happen. <laughs> well, now, the, I've seen people saying, oh, Chris, please. Well, yeah. the producer of La La Land, like... Jordan uh, Horowitz. Horowitz. Yeah. He, he, like, took the lead and, like, basically, like... He was a superstar. He really was. He said things right before this whole process could even come Con- in. Considering just, like, what had just occurred and what it meant for him and Probably his whole team. the most crushing moment they of his had been like literally life. campaigning for this award, <laughs> this, this exact award for like three months nonstop. <laughs> and they, they're given, they're given it finally. And then within a matter of minutes, while well, someone is like mid speech, it's ripped away from them. And just his reaction to it was so, uh, so classy and dignified. And, um, unbelievable. Really. really he was, was the superstar of the night. I was uh, in the middle of co- uh, composing some some sassy tweet about about my my Oscar win. I, I was watching you, yeah. Uh, what as as they were giving their speeches, <laughs> and then he he yells out that Moonlight is the winner, and it, it I couldn't believe it. No one could. Now I've seen a lot of people complaining about like I deleted that tweet. <laughs> I also deleted a tweet last night that we'll we'll get. Don't worry, I, I screenshot them all, <laughs> and they will be posted later. Chris, Chris does keep keep track of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a lot of people <clears throat> complaining about like how it took a long time for like them to correct it, like that they allowed these these, these people to speak. <clears throat> but when you think about it, what was that like two two minutes or something? Like it was actually in any other situation like very quick. Yeah, but it's just I like. Know. Someone, the second Bottle Land was announced, someone should have rushed that stage. <laughs> well, only been, two people They should have been at the ready to do it. But Well, you probably don't. You, if you're the man that's supposed to rush the stage, you probably are not thinking that's going to happen in a million years. And you're probably like, you have to tell the producer. And there was probably like a moment of the producer being like, are you serious? Like, yeah. are, are, are you sure that we have to go and do this? And there was probably... Cause just naturally, like you're just thinking about all of the like, you're gonna get blamed for a bunch of stuff, and like everyone's gonna see see this happen. Um, but my question was, and last night this was my question was, how did that man, Warren Beatty, get the incorrect envelope? Right, because you mentioned afterwards Emma Stone hmm. made a. Made a comment right afterwards saying, I don't want to start anything, but I had my envelope the entire time. And I've been thinking about this in my head, contacting my my network of sources. And um, I think, I don't know if you guys have heard different, but the only thing that makes sense to me is that that best actress must have been like put in the wrong envelope Mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. Like one of the doubles was in the wrong em- envelope. Yeah. Um, I haven't analyzed the video, but I've heard people say that his envelope was open. Okay. Which would lead me to believe my initial sources were telling me this all came back to Leo, <clears throat> that Leo didn't give the envelope to Emma Stone. But I decided that until more details came out, there's no need to bring Leo. In. There's no way... Reason to, to drag him through the mud. That man walked off the street a minute before he had to walk on stage, and then it's he really didn't walk off. I just love Leo. Just made no red carpet appearances. He wasn't in the crowd. He he was there for one reason, one reason only. It was to make that. Because he had to do it. And then he got the hell out of there. <clears throat> I do find it interesting. So that so the reason why she read La La Land was because it said Emma Stone La La Land. So right. there is a. There is an alternate universe where the lady from Moonlight won Best Supporting Actress, and she reads off Moonlight, and none of this even happened. Only the produ- only that one man knows that something was fucked up. Only- <laughs> That's true. And you lost me. <laughs> so there's an alternate. If if the I forget the actress's name, Naomi Harris. If Naomi Harris wins Best Supporting Actress, the envelope in question for be- for that was misread would have said Naomi Harris Moonlight 
and they would have just said Moonlight, and none of us would have ever that known. That wouldn't have worked, Chris. Emma Stone won for Best Lead Actress. Naomi Harris was up for Best Supporting. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Uh, nice try, though. Lead, okay, yeah. Well, in well, one of the alternate un- let's universes say in, where, let's say where someone from Moonlight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's that? Not nominated, but that's an interesting question, Chris. My thing, though, is if that envelope was open, I'm thinking this is what happened. And I don't know if you guys have other sources have theories i think what happened is all of the envelopes okay here's 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 what happened leo walked on stage announced emma stone everything is fine right then the other person because i think part of the reason why they have a secondary envelope person is so they can take like the the nice pictures of like because they have like the the high quality images of the envelopes and stuff and if Emma Stone has her, like, I think that's the secondary reason why they have two sets of, of envelopes. I think they opened the other actress one, and it had Moonlight winning Best Picture inside. This is what I'm thinking happened. Then they were like, oh, shit. Like, we've got to do something about this. Like, mm-hmm. the envelopes are messed up. Then I think they opened up everything. If Warren Beatty's envelope was open, which pe- people are saying it was made ex- exchanges and this is all happening like frantically right like oh my and then i think they made the correct exchanges and then after all that accidentally handed him the best actress duplicate one because his envelope said best actress right on the envelope yeah oh, okay i think so what? so does that make sense what happened because his Could envelope be, yeah. was open mm-hmm. i th- <laughs> i think Leo did his duty and did did well. And then got the hell out. Got the hell out. When they're opening up the duplicate for promo photos or whatever, they noticed there was a (laughs) mix-up. Then they opened up all of them, (laughs) rearranged everything, got them all set, and then just when they were walking on stage, they accidentally handed them the best actress one. I think that's the only way that this could have gone down. Does, does that make sense? It does make some, some yeah. sense, yes. But still, Warren Beatty <coughs> should have said, like, sorry, everyone, we need to pause. I received the wrong envelope. And that would have saved the night. It would have. And know what they also, like, it, secondarily should have done? They should have cleared the stage and then made another announcement yeah, so they could have to give special Moonlight moment. that moment. Yeah. Because they will never have that moment. I and know. La La Land will never not have the horrible moment either. <laughs> Um, which that wouldn't have changed. At least we can say that last night we witnessed the most insane moment in, in Oscar history. Yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt. For sure. I think, uh, isn't it sort of fitting that La La Land, a story that doesn't end very well, like that doesn't end uh, mm, beautifully, also uh, their awards run didn't end <laughs> and be- beautifully. Yeah. And I would say Moonlight ends with uh, some some semblance, some some beacon of of hope. I never saw it. You should see it. Can we just say, Moonlight, outside of maybe Manchester by the Sea, deserved that award. Well, it's definitely over. I would have been happy with all three. Yeah, definitely three. over uh, La La Land. There was a certain dark horse in this category. Um, hidden figures. Did you guys see it? that Mike has I haven't I saw Fitting Figures don't you think uh, like I think that maybe should be spoken about in your list of <laughs> movies that that could have won I don't think it ever had a chance quite frankly yeah but we're talking about de- deserving I don't think it deserved I thought it was <laughs> okay. Of, of this, okay I've seen six no seven of the nine I thought Hidden Hidden Figures was, was the worst of, of the nine that I've seen <laughs> oh I'm sure. Okay. Wow. Okay. okay. That's one one, man, one one man's opinion. Way to stab Jeff in the back. I will say this. I will say this. Um, you guys remember uh, I posted on Twitter before the show a little shout out to M, M. Knight, um, mm-hmm. who wasn't nominated. Uh, and he did make a post on Twitter, a funny joke. I don't know if anyone saw it. You can check out my Twitter feed at Jeffem to see the... Uh, to see the retweet there, he made a joke. Hey, I wrote the end of the Academy Awards to, tonight, which is 
I think it goes a little which wider. Which is the easiest joke you can make. Well, the easiest joke you can make as a brilliant man, writer, and and, and director with a history of uh, plot, plot twists, sure. Um, I think, though, that is part of why we're having the renaissance of M. Night, because he's embracing it. He tried to get away from it, and now he's embracing, I'm that point. guy. That's a good point. I am the twist guy, and he's embracing it now, and we're starting to get some great, great work again. Um, but great job, M. Night. Maybe Thank one you. day he'll be back on that Oscar stage. I think there's no doubt. There's he's no he's doubt got the Oscar fever. In the right direction. <laughs> I think he's gonna, although I think he needs to up his game a little bit. <laughs> well, Did you see Split? I haven't seen Split. No. Well, then how how would you know? <laughs> I just know that's not a that movie isn't going to get that that a contender. Recognized. People were really liking that that movie. I think uh, he'll come out with something really high quality, great twist as as always. He's been on the upswing. Yep, um, I, I will agree. <laughs> I'm happy about it. Um, and yeah, any other thoughts about the meltdown, guys? Before we get into the bulk, the bulk of the show, just uh, just a crazy moment. Crazy moment that was handled very uh, res- respectably by by all parties involved. It could I, have been a lot worse. <laughs> I will say that I've I've read. I think. Jimmy Kimmel did look like a little bit awkward. I thought he handled it, you know, great. But I've seen multiple uh, commentaries saying missed opportunity could have blamed Matt Matt Damon. (laughs) (laughs) But people were saying, like... He did blame Warren Beatty. He he shouted at Warren Beatty as he was making his correction, Warren, what did you do? (laughs) And he brought in, uh, what's his name, the Miss America... Steve Harvey. Steve, Steve Harvey. Um, but I do understand, like, maybe a little bit in bad taste since Matt Damon did actually lose with Manchester by the, by the mm. sea, so maybe it wasn't. It's true, he did. It wasn't the best. Also, was that a little bit in bad taste? The final joke that Jimmy Kimmel made was, at least I know Matt Damon won't be winning Best Best Picture which he was partially not nominated for, like, directly nominated for as a producer. He would have of, probably, he would have been one of the ones accepting the award, probably. Because I think only a hand, like, only the producers get Academy Awards for Best best Picture, right? Yep. So it, he literally was nominated for Best Picture, and Jimmy Kimmel said, said, said that. So it may be a little bit in bad taste at the end there. Let's talk about surprises other than the big surprise ending <laughs> what did you guys what did you guys like on this evening uh as far as surprises what surprised you most about the awards well i'll start off with a surprise that wasn't what i liked the most it's what i hated the most oh. which is suicide squad winning for makeup oscar winning suicide squad I'm I'm with you there. Just uh, whether wow. it deserved it or not, I'm sure it had some some high caliber uh, <laughs> uh, makeup and and hairstyling. Did um, you not see it, it, Mike? I saw it. Okay. It, yeah, and, and the the people uh, responsible for that, I'm sure did a did a great job. But just uh, on principle alone, <laughs> that 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 movie like that was was nominated for an Academy Award and then went on to win an Academy Award <laughs> in, is preposterous. In my mind, though, does that mean that? That makeup in that movie was so good, it literally could have been in any movie, and it would have won the Academy Award. That's a good point, Chris. We could have shot a student film and had that makeup in it, and it was it was that good. It was should have been recognized for, as the Academy. That's a good by point, Chris. Do you do you agree just with, blows the, with my that? Mind. Just blows my mind. Yeah, I just I just don't understand the. The, 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 How do I need to get into the, the voters' <clears throat> minds and, and try to understand a process that the decision to to award a Suicide Squad with an with an Oscar because it really was like the worst movie of, of the year last year. I actually thought it was sort of like weirdly like I, I thought that the makeup and the costumes were like over the top. Like, yeah, it brought me out of it a little like bit. Jared like Leto, really? His his Joker makeup was obnoxious um i know I, I said i'm sure it'll make it was good now, now i'm shitting on it uh, <laughs> well you're working through it uh killer croc was was pretty good I'll give him that but not 
Oscar worthy. <laughs> it was a rough one. That was probably, um, <clears throat> you know. Anyway, that was my biggest surprise. Words you never thought thought you'd speak. Academy Award winning film Su- Suicide Squad. Mm. That is weird, huh? The worst, the worst <laughs> film of the year. <laughs> the worst film with the best makeup. The worst film of the year, given that little stat statuette. Yep. Yep. yep, it'll forever. Whenever someone glances through the Suicide Squad IMDb page, scrolling through, you'll see one one Oscar <laughs> on like Blu-rays and stuff. It's gonna have Academy Award winning. A little it's gonna have the stripe. On the, yeah. on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! What about you, Mike? Biggest surprise? Uh, this one I I was very very happy with. Um, Casey Affleck winning winning best actor over over Denzel Washington because I think uh, at this point um uh, uh, yesterday I mean at that point we everyone thought going into it that Denzel was was going to win the, the wave had kind of, the tides had kind of shifted in uh, in his favor mm-hmm. um so the, the narrative was working for Denzel and against Casey so so many people thought that Denzel was going to win. I even thought Denzel was going to win. But so when Casey was was read aloud, I, w- I was very happy because I thought he was so so tremendous in that movie, Manchester by the Sea. So I was yeah. I was surprised, but uh, overjoyed. <clears throat> yeah, I think I I just want to say I, you know, our Oscars pools are so cutthroat. I knew I needed to. To get an edge. Mm-hmm. And I thought two things I could count on. Now, I don't follow ongoing these, you know, these things that you, what whatever it is, like who c- currently is in the lead. So I thought after what you said on this podcast that you were a slam dunk Casey Affleck, best actor, and Manchester by the Sea, best picture. So strategically to not vote for what you were voting for i voted for denzel i wanted those things that doesn't necessarily mean i thought that they would happen now at the time when we were talking about it i probably would have predicted casey affleck winning but um as time wore on it it became clear that that maybe that wasn't going to be the case but why who do people give out their votes I'm not, I'm not f- f- familiar with Denzel. Denzel won a bunch of awards. Yeah, there's won, other awards. He won the Globe. He won, I believe, the BAFTA, the SAG. I thought Casey Affleck won won something. He might have. Didn't might, Casey might Affleck win the the Golden Globe? <sighs> Casey won something. No, he didn't win the Golden Globe. But uh, you sure? I thought he did. I don't know. I don't know. But okay. the tides <clears throat> had turned in his favor. I think my biggest surprise. Um, was and apart from the from the f- fiasco at the end there that moonlight won best picture over hidden figures over hidden figures mm-hmm. mm. so those are the two in my mind sure yeah but isn't it sort of a surprise that it won anyway yeah i would i would say it was a surprise cuz yeah. um i bet if you asked anyone going into last night show like what was what the most slam dunk uh, award would be? Um, they would say La La Land winning Best Picture, and that uh, that La La Land didn't win Best Picture and Moonlight did was shocking. Yeah, they would say the two slam dunks were La La Land winning Best Picture and Suicide Squad Best Makeup. <laughs> well, I guess with Suicide Squad, I guess you could say that that's a it was a rough category. There were only three nominees. Weird Star cat. Trek was there. And, such a weird and a man name. It's always so weird. Bad Grandpa won. <laughs> yeah. Johnny uh, Knoxville Academy Award winning. Uh, I thought Star Trek was going to win because there was some good. There was some good makeup in that. I went with uh, a man name Ove. Man, man, man name Ove. Never, never seen it. Don't really know anything about it. Just, it just sounded right. <laughs> Yeah. Let's talk about what made us happy. Chris? I'd say Marshala Ali winning for Best Supporting Actor. Because he was 
even though he was not in the majority of Moonlight, he was so effective in the parts that he was in, and his his ghost is felt throughout the rest of the movie, for sure. Yeah, he was he was amazing in that movie, and he 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 really set the the, st- the stage, the tone for the remaining parts of it that he, that he wasn't in. Yeah, um, well deserving, and. That wasn't a huge surprise. That was probably one of the biggest locks of the night, too, that he would mm. win. Um, but Still good to see. I, w- I was really happy to see that as well. Yeah. What about you, Mike? Uh, I was really happy to see Manchester by the Sea honored in the uh, original screenplay. Um, one of my biggest fears that I was that was keeping up, me up at night that, that was that La La Land would win that award. Just because it's La La Land and... It had that narrative going of being like the most mm. decorated decorated uh, movie in, in Oscar history. Now um, I don't I don't want to embarrass Chris because I know that he's 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 bashful about this, but we did get the Chris Moore shout out uh, when when Kenneth Lonergan accepted for his contributions. Uh, he did, and and you can check it out on on our Twitter uh, on our Twitter feed. Uh, Chris Moore shout out during the acceptance of that Academy Award, and how'd, how'd that feel, Chris? Can you give us a little bit of, it, of of insight? Well, you know, we're all Boston boys, and we all, you know, are passionate about this area. And Manchester by the Sea is just another great reflection of that. Well, a decent well, film. Well said, Chris. God bless. A decent film. So I'll say this: my favorite moment, or what made me most happy in the night. Um, you know, a man by the, by the name of Kevin <laughs> Kevin O'Connell has been nominated for an Academy Award twenty one times, and has lost twenty times until last night. Kevin O'Connell finally won on his twenty first attempt, won an Academy Award for sound mixing for Hack Hacksaw Ridge. So, so shout out. Kevin o- o- O'Connell, you're doing the Lord's work mixing, and you clearly are doing it at a very high level and had yet to be fully recognized for it. And um, Ch- shout out to Hacksaw Ridge, just in general, winning winning both the sound awards, sound mixing, and would you say it was deserved? Editing? Huh? Would you say it was deserved, Mike? Yeah, I would say so. I- I'm glad. I thought Hacksaw Ridge was a really good movie. I'm glad it could be recognized in in, in some way with with a couple couple awards. Yeah. yeah. If only, if only Ryan Gosling had given a little bit of a better performance, uh, they would have been able to mix it to even a higher level, and maybe La La Land would, would have stolen that 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 award too. Uh, I don't want to say it was an inside job. We'll have to see if Kevin O'Connell and Ryan Gosling had some sort of agreement, but um, still, good good job to him. And that is, you know, these sub storylines. Good for Kevin O'Connell on his 20, 21st attempt. Mm-hmm. Um, still, hey, one more than than I have, Kevin. One more than I have. It's true. Mm-hmm. And 20, 23 more nominations. Job. Now, we should say, yeah, and 20 more nominations. Tw- 21 more. Um, mm. Now, we do have two experts here. Uh, you guys might not, not know this, but two of us have done something that very few people do. Um... Chris and Mike attended some sort of screening of every Oscar-nominated live-action short. Um, and from what I've been told... Yes, we did. My sources are telling me you also could have seen uh, the other shorts and a selection of other smaller ca- categories that you chose not to stay for, correct? Yes. Well, actually, it's, it's the other way around. So oh. the live-action shorts were the last of... The three short shorts. Oh, so you couldn't be bothered to show there up. There was documentary no. shorts. I mean, we could animated shorts. I, I kind of wish we had. It would have been hell, pure hell on <laughs> earth, had had we subjected ourselves to that. But it would have been nice to say that that we'd seen them all. Yeah, maybe next year. And that was a bit of an upset in that category, right? Please, with your expert insight. I from seeing have, all of I them. have some very strong opinions well, about before, about this category. Before we get into who should have won and should have not won, after that short. After that feature was over with all the shorts, did you notice that it said we could have watched that on iTunes? We could have watched it <laughs> what the whole on Direct TV. I believe we could have just rented it at home and enjoyed had a fun night. <laughs> the sure. whole thing. Sure. I think so. Yeah. Uh, we should. Uh, we should have done it with the others then. 
<laughs> I didn't know that they were available. At that time, I said you could still do it. Yeah. <laughs> What's the point now? Yeah. <laughs> said on. we paid ten bucks to go see it in the theater. So, what was each of yours in your heart your favorite live action short film? Well, at first they were all foreign films, foreign live action films, which I was unaware of going. Uh, <laughs> I said to Chris in the car, are you, "Are you ready to read?" <laughs> I said, Chris yes. loves. I said, yes, sir. Chris loves that shit. <laughs> Chris loves to talk I'm, about how he's watching. I do. Yeah, film. I do like foreign films, man. Underappreciated. Uh, well, let's go. Okay, so what was yours? Your favorite? Of the <laughs> this five? is so boring to Four anyone five? who has no no awareness of the of these films. So quickly, you I'll can go say. watch them yourself. Go, they were good. Some I find them. it interesting. What was your favorite and why? Just give us a. My favorite was was Time Code. Which was about uh, the, the it was a, it was a two two parter uh, with uh, involving um, two people on opposite shifts, uh, two parking attendants working uh, opposite shifts, who over the course of uh, each, each other's workday um, dance, spend time dancing in front of us. security various security cameras throughout the garage. <laughs> And they, they leave little time codes for each as they, they go in and out of their shifts um, for, for the other to, to watch. Uh, uh, and Sounds like a precursor that to, to good, La La Land. That was actually a really good one. It was really funny. And it had and a good ending, too. It had a too. great uh, like final joke uh, that, yeah. that it hit on. It was the shortest of the shorts, too. Right. By like 10 minutes. Which Chris, I appreciated. How, how about you? I liked Would a few of them. I'm not a... <laughs> well, some of them were like... I, in my mind, like when the twenty-eight minute one or the thirty-minute one would come up, I'd be like, "All right, now this this is like watching like an episode of television." So they, when they created this, they had to think like because it's an accelerated the medium. Yes, the timing. So I don't know. I don't know why I was thinking about that. But wait, anyway, wait. What was the shortest? Fifteen minutes. And the longest? Thirty minutes. And you're telling me before each one came on, it said how how long? Yeah, it, it had like. Yeah, the title, where the country was made, and the, the length. <laughs> la, la La Land, 100, <laughs> 123, th- th- three minutes. America. <laughs> America. Uh, I'd say my favorite would be Lady on the Train. It's not what it's called. That's what it says on this website right now. Its official name is La Femme et la TGV. It's, it's the, the, the Lady and the TVG. TVG T- is like it's a brand of train in France or in Europe or whatever. And why did you like it, Chris? It felt it had the best production value of all the of all the f- films mm-hmm. there. It was based off a true story. How, how do you know that? Because at the end it said it was based off oh. a true story. Uh, it had really good credits. It was the only one that had like really nice credits. It had animated credits. You but, seem to like a lot of su- superficial. Things, yeah, these Chris. are over. <laughs> It being based off a true story is not superficial. But also, well. it having cool animated credits is s- signifies that they were like, we're so confident in this that we're also going to pay for these mm. these credits to be animated. And it had a good story, you know? It's a nice little story from... That's sort of the second day. It was about... It was about this lady in Switzerland, I think, and even though... She was France. It, but she had a Swiss flag, dude. Oh, uh, okay. Seems like you guys really uh, understood. Well, we got inundated... See, Switzerland, yeah. Switzerland. But it was a French train. I think it was a French production. You're inundated with so many... We were here in all languages. Silent Night had, which was another one, had like three different languages in the thing going on why so was this a surprise that this other one won because you haven't mentioned the sing one that won okay so which i thought was one, one of the most inferior which i was happy of, of the five i was happy with sing was, was happy about with. sing was about a children's choir and a big a big misunderstanding run by some some male- malevolent uh <clears throat> social not social but just just like you know, selfish teacher. woman who who's who's just out to <clears throat> to push her own career uh, above the <laughs> above, above uh, the children above me, the the needs of the children. I'll give you the elevator pitch. All right, so a kid goes to this new school and they have like the best choir in the country. Okay, 
and then you find out that like hey if we're going to this choir competition this children's choir competition if we win we get to go to like switch i think it was switzerland we get we get to go to this big trip don't you want to like and all the kids are like oh yeah and like everyone's like in the school is in this choir so the new kid sings and then the choir teacher's like hey can you stay after class for a second and she says you're just not good enough so you're gonna have to mime you're gonna have to pretend like you're singing and then she gives this whole and it goes on from there i won't spoil the ending oh my god um okay and and that's what what won <clears throat> that's what won and it was it was good it, i wouldn't say it was the best but it was cute wow. both and of the both the leads did really good everyone remember this is why you come here to screening club for in-depth analysis of oscar not nominated live, live action short short films yeah now let me say this and i'll just remind everyone <laughs> This was supposed to be a discussion of our favorite s- s- surprises on the evening. So I'm bringing it back to surprises. Okay. Right before the show started, where I know I mentioned it before, I said to you guys, wouldn't it be funny if we somehow got them to incorrectly say that our friend Tony, like, place him in the in, mem- in mem- memoriam section? Because... While it would be dark, uh, I love, you know, to play a good joke on Tony. <clears throat> um, and it turned out, we found out after, someone was incorrectly put into the in-memoriam section. Um, and I won't say her name to protect to protect her, her identity. Protect the innocent. Her innocence. But uh, from what I've read, it was, and God rest her soul, a woman did, did die. And they probably Googled her name, and another woman with the same name came came up, and that was the picture of the woman that they posted here. Can you imagine seeing yourself, <laughs> seeing a picture of yourself with your correct name <laughs> at the Academy Awards as passed away? <laughs> and not only this, they apparently took her, her information, like, She's actually a costume designer, the, the woman that died. Wow. So li- literally, imagine seeing Tony, professional male model, on this Academy Award, like his actual profession, and he actually, and he 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 was alive. So that to me was a big surprise. You know, a little fun surprise in the saddest moment of of the, of mm. the night. A little fun surprise. A little fun surprise that I, I found out after. Random thoughts. I think we were all together confused by the intro of the show. Has there ever been an Academy Award that, that was weird. didn't open with the host doing some sort of elaborate thing? To have just Justin Timberlake, who of course everyone loves and did a great job, um... Shout out Max Martin, who co-wrote the the song. Um, to just have Justin Timberlake do one of the the big dance numbers, like, yeah. seemed a little bit weird. And honestly, at that point, I was afraid for what the rest of the night might 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 hold. Um, and really, the whole night was sort of, oh, I'm afraid. At the beginning, things got a lot better, and then things got a lot worse at the very end. So. In a way, I mean, Justin Timberlake did a great job, but I don't think it was. They they shouldn't have had had that. Like, well, it was all part of them. Uh, they do it every year. They 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 recognize the all the nominees in the best original song category, um, and and obviously he 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 was nominated for for his work in Trolls, but to open the show with that, I thought was really weird. It, it just felt really. Uh, I mean, felt like they just didn't felt have, a little bit below, Mike. You know, the the stature. Felt lazy. Of, of to the be office. fair, it was down to opening with JT or opening with the in, in memoriam section. <laughs> so, it's they had to make a hard choice. Yeah. I didn't like the song that much. I didn't. I didn't care for it. I like the song a lot. <laughs> it's an okay song. It's a fun song, but it's but not it, fitting of an intro. And then just like, and it really for a little while looked like. JT was about to host the Oscars because then, like, the song ended and they went to him again, and he was like, "How's everyone doing t- tonight?" And like, only at the last possible moment did he say, "And now your host." Like, it was all just very w- w- weird to me. Yeah. 
But uh, speaking of host, what did you guys think of, of Jimmy Kimmel? I thought he did a really good job. He was fine. Uh, you know, he kept the show moving along. Uh, he had some... I mean, if you're a fan of his humor, which I am, he's just, just very dry, just pranky humor. Uh, yeah, it, it, it worked for me. Uh, he didn't disappear like some hosts do. They come out with their big monologue, and then mm. they appear very sporadically. He was just a constant presence throughout the show, and I think he set a really good tone for it. Uh, he, had, he had a lot, some bits. Some, some worked better than better than others i love the matt damon stuff i, I love the matt i read really up the do. matt damon stuff on, on his regular show was, um but it was all right the way that they were able to bring it to to the into the oscars was was really great um the the way that they were able to cap off like that um sitting down in the theater mm, talking good, about yeah. your <laughs> talking about the person that inspires you bit that that they did throughout the show you, i don't know you you were kind of in and out of yeah watching. so i, don't know if you I saw. was uh i was strapped out with some work so i only really saw the full like last third of the show i i think but yeah so that, that was the ongoing great. thing the sitting yeah. in the theater thing yeah like seth rogan did it for back to the future and then he came out with matthew fox ah okay then they that did that like they did that like it was an ongoing thing they did that like two more times with other people <laughs> he did it for Matt Damon. Uh, we bought a zoo. That was that was a highlight. That was one of the funniest yeah. things. I, like I think that was my favorite part of the whole thing I saw. But I will say I'm not. Uh, this is a blanket statement for me. I'm not a big fan of award shows. <laughs> okay. I think in general they're I the awards I like, but I think in general they're like a giant waste of time. And yeah, you it, all you're always on the front lines of watching every one. That's not true. I think if we didn't do this pool, I probably would have just had it on the background while I was. Well, like the ratings are down again. The ratings have been going down e- each year. And I think it's just so. because people like Chris. You know, you can. Oh, I'll just see it on Twitter. You know, yeah. no one cares. And people are just cord cutting in general. They're, everything is down in ratings. Yeah. yeah, I think there are a lot of factors. Those are are definitely aspects of it. Um, the big thing is that it's just so long. It's long. It's if for people that don't care. People aren't doing Oscar pools. They don't care about about the best live action shorts. It's just <laughs> yeah. It it and it's like four and a half hours long. It's, if it, it's yeah, crazy. If it was just a stream it is of crazy equipment, people getting their awards and then having more time to speak, and then you could tune in for the the acceptance speeches that you wanted to see, and tune out for the ones you don't care about. That's the this, way it should this be. year in particular. There were just a lot of. Uh, independent smaller films uh, being being recognized that maybe a lot of people had never heard of or hadn't seen yet there was no like big you know resounding universally beloved movie mm-hmm. uh, at the oscars speaking of universally beloved did you guys see a certain promo for a certain show I saw it a couple times a few yeah, a few times for those of you that don't know we're talking ds and it's coming back and Chris was giving some some commentary during the DS promo that I was there for, um, saying, "I believe the quote was, who is this for? Who is this for?'" Chris <laughs> Chris kept kept saying about DS, um, and of course the answer was, "It's for everyone." But what Chris meant was, "Why is this promo like going over everything that's happened in the show yeah, thus, it, thus far?" It almost seemed like. It almost seemed like it was like trying to reboot the show, like it was Keeper Sutherland. Well, the came show has been away for like four, four months. Yeah, but Game of Thrones doesn't. This like is this is the, talk the biggest audience for for airing such a promo that 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 DS is going to get. So you know you, you might as well start from the beginning. <laughs> I guess so. I um, I mean let let's be honest though, a show like DS, it's always going to go back to that. So we're sure. we're gonna be, um, you know, I'm confident season eleven, season twelve. God help us if <laughs> season eleven. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> I was designated. We're gonna be the Oscars on ABC in eleven years is gonna be showing those same clips of key of ten year old, ten year ago Kiefer sitting in his office oh boy with the capital I wonder what would happen this is a this is a giant tangent but it's tangentially related to designated survivor I wonder what would happen if like if Kiefer 
if the, like say Barack Obama took like a I don't even know if this is legal took like a high ranking official job in like a president's cabinet down the line I think it is legal and then it's allowed and then a designator would not be part of the line of succession oh, okay that's that was my question up. okay <laughs> you looked it up yeah right. a former president can serve as a vice president interesting this would not be part of the succession. and Kiefer would say he had he would not be designated now definitely would not say. be designated. now let's throw in a little Kiefer here since Kiefer was not elected would he be able to serve in another line of secession down he, the line? Kiefer's current term does not count as a term. Is that covered in the show? Mm, I don't I know. I think if it's it covered is. in the Constitution. <laughs> it's it's okay. covered in the United States of America law, Chris. All right. That so if, Kiefer essentially could serve like th- three terms, two and a half. Well, we'd call what's it. I think what we're clearly leading to is two. <laughs> Two additional uh, terms. I am not looking forward to to the re-election season of Disney <laughs> Survivor. Oh my god, there's going to be a lot. <laughs> well, the He's sun maybe will, will run for Congress. It's going to be may, maybe season seven. Um, what the the trajectory that we're on though, Mike is he will uh, lead lead the country and lead it well. He will win re-election twice. Chris is laughing. That commercial seemed to say that he might die. There was well, a, there was an assassination attempt. And okay, so just full disclosure here. So Chris has, ne- has never seen an episode of DS. Mike is like what, like five episodes behind or something. I think three. So yes, there. I mean, I think it's the cats out the cats out of the bag. There was an assassination attempt. <laughs> that was the. <laughs> That that was the that finale. Was the, that was the big secret you were keeping from Mike this whole time. <laughs> oh my gosh! It pulled Mike right back back in. Mm. That's what Mike needed was to be watching the Oscars and to watch the entire plot of the first half of the first season of DS be retold to him again. Uh huh. It was for me, Chris. This whole <laughs> time. Who's it for? Who's it for? Now. Let's circle back around. What was up with Nicole Kidman's clapping? I thought it was someone with her nails. I'm I'm glad we're talking about this. I think it's important. <laughs> <laughs> it's made for a lot of uh, discussion um, the, the next day. Uh, it was a, a very strange method of clapping. I don't think so. I think I don't, I've one seen that I don't people clap like America that. is quite ready for. I've seen people <laughs> clap like that before. Like if they just got their nails done or something. Like that. Yeah. I think it's clear that she just didn't want to like clank together her jewelry. Well, it was. So you you guys can't see this. Perhaps we'll post a graphic later. But this is one type, which is reasonable. Hers was was like well, everyone like everyone this. knows what she was doing. Full extent, like full extent of those fingers. Plus, I think she has long fingers. She had long nails. It looked like she probably LED. didn't own the jewelry that she was wearing. Oh, yeah. She's probably just like modeling it on TV. I, th- I think that's what a lot of people. Yeah, think. but why would like no, no one else there seem to be affected by, by this? <laughs> like, or maybe she's just a freak. <laughs> Don't maybe, say maybe that. Maybe she just right? claps like that. Yeah, yeah, that was a weird thing. I, I didn't even notice. Did you guys n- notice? Like, I noticed. I, I, I noticed to myself. Though. I didn't really care. <laughs> Mike knows, but he can't do himself. Any other thoughts on the Academy Awards 2017, guys? Um, isn't uh, isn't the Academy Awards eligible for an Emmy? It is, yeah. Wow, won't, won't happen this year. <laughs> what do you? The, the most talked about uh, show yeah, was of, of the year. I know, but it was a bad production. It wasn't the producer's fault. It was not a bad production. They had no idea. The, the most important moment got fucked up. They had no idea. That was not their fault. Yeah, to it me, was that someone's had nothing fault. to do with the production. God bless those Emmy voters. Might not feel the way you guys do. They might do feel live the way I do. shows? Is there a live show Emmy? Yeah, there's like a like a live production Emmy or something that the uh, Oscars all your award shows are up for. Wow, I forgot do, the exact category. Do we know if the Oscars has has won before? They might have. It's not part of like the main Emmy telecast, yeah, I, but it's like in a pr- private ceremony. The daytime Emmys or something, that, shit that like that, taking yeah. place a week before. Yeah, I um, 
I thought it was funny when they did that whole special thank you with uh, the Harold and Kumar guy. Oh, yeah, about yeah. About the technical o- o- awards. It looked like they, they, they were having a fun time at that awards show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was funny. That was weird. Um, oh, and uh, Jackie Chan got an honorable Oscar. Uh, yeah, well, deservedly. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> Finally, he's recognized. Now, no, now I know Cal Penn from DS was Harold. <laughs> yeah, or Kumar. No, he was Kumar. Kumar. Harold, I f- I forget his name. I'm sorry, I forget. John Cho. Oh, who? John Cho. J- John Cho. Think yes, so. Very funny guy. Very funny guy. Um, and just. So, so, so you guys know the Oscars have won Emmys for outstanding lighting design. Sorry, no, they were nominated for last year and did not win. I don't think they've only won twice ever. Okay, and it's unclear to me when they won from this website. So they've been nominated thirty times and won two Emmys. <laughs> sounds about right. Sounds uh. Sounds a little bit uh, about like a Kevin O'Connell type type <laughs> win win ratio. Shout out Ke- Kevin O'Connell mixing uh, sound sound mixer. But anyway, let's let's talk about what we have coming up for next week. Next week we're going to dig into some more t- TV shows. I'm really excited. I- ironically, Mike suggested this show to me and then hasn't watched it yet. <laughs> Big Little Lies. I really enjoyed it. Chris, you watched both episodes too, right? Yep, I've been enjoying it. And hopefully, Mike. Yes. That's so on we'll, my to-do list. We'll dig into that next next week. What are you guys lo- looking forward to for, for next week? We got Legion going strong. Yeah. Homeland going strong. And is that all we watched all together? Me and you watch Taboo, which is ending next week. Taboo is ending next week? Mm-hmm. It's a short run. Yeah. I think it's only eight episodes. Wow. Okay. Ooh, that, that'll be exciting. Um, talk a little bit about Bates Motel next week. Uh, cool. Talk a little bit about the, the, the terrible... Uh, season of 24 legacy next week maybe touch on this is us a whole bunch of shows and of course my brother my brother and me CISO original the entire season is out i'll be talking about that wow very nice and you watch the whole thing chris yep hope hoping that'll be the, the quickest of quick hits no <laughs> why not watch it guys season one i don't know what it is i'll like, give you my CISO it? login it's an advice show and also chris wa- walking dead yep walking dead Guys, before we go, Mike, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, uh, at Twitter, at linguistics underscore, and as always, all of us on screeningclub.com. How about you, Chris Moore? Twitter.com slash thatmorris, and screeningclub.com, and I'd like to thank everyone for the kind words about Manchester by the Sea. God bless. Uh... Those are few and far between coming from me, but thank you none, n- nonetheless. You can find me at therealjeffmore.com, uh, on Twitter at Jeffum, and as Mike mentioned, you can find all of us on screeningclub.com. Check out screeningclub.com for more articles, insight, and to share your, your thoughts with us. You can always email us, screeningclub at gmail.com. We'd love to get your comments and thoughts. Until then, I hope you enjoyed our uh, 2017 Oscar uh, review special, and we will see you next week. Bye. God bless.